everyone. Welcome to another episode. Today is the second episode of a mini series where we are doing fan, fan um, club only podcast. And today is a Chelsea one. We have the Chelsea crew here, full, full effect. As always, I have Mark B. Roman with me, my regular guest, Idris. <laughs> I like I like that hat. Uh, Akim is joining us for the first time. Akim, thank you. Uh, Akim is also known as uh, Fari. Am I, am I? No, Fari Hara. That's that's my company's name. Fari, Fari Hara. Yeah. Fari Hara. He has a company, Fari Hara. So yeah, shouting that out a little bit. Uh, Joshua. Joshua has been on once, and thanks for coming on, Joshua. Thank you for having me. So today, talking about a timeless topic, uh, we'll be doing all time. Chelsea of the English Premier League, which started in 1992. Josh, uh, Akim, will start. Akim, give us your all-time Chelsea level. All-time Chelsea level. Oh, Do you want me to start with players first or manager? Who's your manager? Carlo Ancelotti. Carlo Ancelotti. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Interesting. Okay. Um, uh, the goalie, uh, Czech, defenders. Okay. So it's a 4-4-2, you know, uh, using 4-4-2. Goalie is Czech, okay. defenders Terry, Ashley Cole, Desaili, and Ivanovic. Now, the midfield, Azad, Lampard, Makaleli, and Robin. And on the forward, Costa and Droba. Hmm. Interesting. So they're playing 4 4 2. Okay. Yes. Uh, the bench. The bench. We have Asu Bank. We have David Ruiz. Um, we yeah. have uh, so the, for the bench, the two strikers uh, are Asubank and Zola. Um, okay. For the defense is David Ruiz and As uh, Aspi. And uh, for the midfield, we've got Kante and Sean Wright Phillip. Who was your keeper? Did you see your keeper? Oh, the keeper is Kepa on Kepa. the bench. Yeah. Ah, Coach Kepa. <laughs> the coach. Unofficial <laughs> coach. Okay. Uh, Can I rebut you right now? Or do I wish just, no, no, no. Just, you, are, you are not punctual. So the people that are punctual. Can talk. I rebut to what he said? For punishment. <laughs> you can, not yet. Let Joshua, Joshua talk. For the choices that you made, uh, I will go with Ivanovic. So which one do you disagree with? Which player? Ivanovic. Ivanovic. Okay. I don't um, know. I don't know why. Ivanovic, out of the you know solid defenders that we've had over the years, I don't think I don't believe that he should be there. Uh, so who should be your option? Who would be your option instead of him? Instead of him, I can go with Paulo Ferreira. I can go with uh, I can go with just, Ricardo. Choose one. Just choose one. Cavallo. Okay, that's fine. Just choose one. Idris. One. I will go with Ricardo Cavallo because Ricardo Cavallo. Okay. Can, he was originally a central defender, but he can also play on the right wing. Yes, right like, back. Yeah. Okay. What's your rebuttal, Idris? Mine was uh, Kepa. Why, why Kepa? Say Kepa should not be on the bench. <laughs> should not even be on that. Okay. So, so who is there? Who is on, the, who is on your bench? 
as okay. much as we hate him, Otua is better than than him. And okay. in fact, I'll give you I'll give you another stat that is weird. Hilario only played a certain amount and had a better stat. Okay. Can so, I? Who, who is your child? Okay, you want to respond to those two reporters? Yes. So let me first start with Ivanovic. You see, Ivanovic was among the Chelsea because when when I'm when I was making this list, you got to think about you know. Uh, there, there are players on Chelsea's team that I feel like, you know, they were football-oriented. And there are players that are also football-oriented and also fought for the crest. You know, the seriousness, the level, you know, they, they, Ivanovic was among, you know, the players that will step in. They, they were, it wasn't only playing, you know, to win the game. It was playing for the crest. You know, so for uh -huh. me... It's you know that is where they risk you know the the um, the productivity the determination determination is key in me selecting Ivanovic. Okay, so Kepa, can you respond to the Kepa criticism? Okay, so with the Kepa, uh, the only reason why I don't why I did not put Kotoa, uh, Kotoa uh, is not my type of Chelsea player. You know, Kotoa was not. He wasn't stable, you know. He wasn't a loyal goalie, you know. So for that reason alone, I'm a dire Chelsea fan. For that reason alone, he will not make my top 18 <laughs> or even top 24. That's why. That's your choice, you know. That's yeah. your choice. Okay. Good one, good one. Uh, Joshua, try to now. We now we have now we got the hand up. Joshua, give your list. Okay, my coach. Like I said before, it's going to be Jose Mourinho. Uh, okay. I mean, as you all know, he's been the most prestigious Chelsea coach over the years, and uh, he's earned it. Um, my goalkeeper would be Perez. Uh, What's your formation? 4-3-3. My goalie is going to be Perez and uh, sub-goalie is going to be Thibaut Couture. Okay. And then, yeah, for the defenders, I'm going to go with uh, uh, Marcel Desai as the okay. CB, together with uh, JT, no other person but JT, on the left. Captain, Captain, um, Lidal, Lid, Captain Lidal legend, Cheetah. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> You have to add cheetah at the end of the cheetah. <laughs> and then I'm going to go with uh, Ashley Cole on the left back. You mean Cashley Cole? Isn't that what they call him? Cashley Cole? <laughs> he left on for the, money. He left Arsenal for money. Go ahead. <laughs> on the right back, uh, like I said before during the report of... Uh, Hakim's uh, choice. I'm going to go with uh, Ricardo Cavallo. Like I said, he's a, a CB, but uh, I would deploy him on that right back position because I feel that he was very valuable to us when he was playing. Uh, and sometimes he was also uh, deployed to that right back position by Jose. Uh, so for that reason, I'll play him there. Uh, for the subs, for the defenders, I would go with uh, Paulo Ferreira. Paulo Ferreira was uh, versatile to an extent. 
just like Aspi right now. Um, okay. Then the other person for my defenders will be Celestine Babayaro. I know that yeah. choice, but uh, I actually became a Chelsea fan because of Celestine Babayaro. And then for the midfielders, I will go with uh, Makalele, obviously. I mean, yeah. it's a choice between Ngolo and Makalele, but for me, Makalele has earned it because so far, Golo hasn't had that uh, longevity that Maclele had. So that's the only reason why I'll go with Maclele. And then uh, for the remaining uh, midfielders, I will go with Lampard, obviously, Chelsea legend. Yeah. Uh, then I am torn between the choice of Dennis White and RDM, Roberto Di Matteo. Mm. Uh, okay. Dennis kind of has the same style with RDM, uh, but Dennis White was a Chelsea captain for a while. Uh, I only saw the twilight of his career, of his Chelsea career. Um, he was very versatile. He can score goals, he can assist. So I'll go with Dennis White. And then okay. for the for the midfielders, I will go with uh, N'Golo Kante and RDM. Yeah. Okay. okay. Then for, for the forward, I will go with uh, Edin Hazard, obviously, uh, my favorite Chelsea player. Uh, I, was, I, would, I would have been shocked. I would have been shocked <laughs> if you didn't put in Hazard. <laughs> Edin Hazard, then... Then the person, the other, on the right wing, I'll go with Zola. I mean, these two guys have a lot of similarities in their style of play. They can dribble. They love having space, you know, to play. And they can make good passes and score good goals. So I'll go with Edin Hazard and Zola. And then right there, the main man, no other person but the king, King Didier. So uh, mm. that completes the list. And for the subs, for the forward, I will go with uh, Jimmy Floyd, Hazelbank. And I will also go with Florence Maluda. Mm. Okay. Yep. Who was your keeper? I don't remember. My, my keeper yes. is going to be Thibaut Couture. Okay. Yep. Anyway, okay, Idris. Idris, Andrew <laughs> Actually, no. It's a good squad. Okay. I think it's a very good squad. The only question I have, though, is was Dennis Wise not a left back? No. No. I think you put him as a midfield. He's a left yeah. back. Dennis Wise was a left back. It wasn't a left back. Graham Lasso. Graham Lasso was a left back. Graham Lasso. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Sorry. Graham Lasso. All white people don't look alike. Oh, you actually fixed my <laughs> list for me because I was. <laughs> <laughs> I keep. Uh, I've got a lot, but I'll just uh, oh, drill it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So before the before the rebuttal, I'll ask Josh. Yeah, you're starting eleven. You know, aside from the bench, 
is that a winning eleven or emotionally driven eleven? I mean, this guy. Right. So they're emotionally driven, or you put those eleven as like a winning eleven? It's a winning eleven. It's a solid team. What are you talking uh, about? <laughs> so if it's a winning eleven, it's easy to really poke into what you said. You know, the coach that you've matched just with. Just yeah, just yeah. Just yeah. So I'll, I'll say, I'll say, coach. I'll say, <laughs> yes, I'll say okay. the, the, the coach. Though, though, you know, I have questions with your selection. The coach, the coach that you selected. You said your formation will be four three three. You know. Uh, <laughs> Our uncle, uh, Moreno, it will mm. never work. <laughs> so that in itself. <laughs> Why are you saying it will never work? No, you will never play 4-3-3 is what he's saying. Not that it will never work. So Why? information solid. I don't, I'm surprised. Actually, Has Moreno never played actually, 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 I'm on, I'm on Joshua. Moreno was actually the person that started 4-3-3 in the premiership. He's the one that started it. So... Sure. What, no, I'm, what, what I'm talking about, what I'm, what I'm talking yeah. about, with your selection, using mm -hmm. those selections, Moreno will never play 4-3-3 with those selections. With Babayaro okay. on the left, you know, like, yeah. it will never work. Okay. Okay. It was, it's, it's a weak selection for 4-3-3 for Moreno to use. Is there any weak link in that selection? Oh, no, I can, no, no. so I'm supposed no, no. to list yeah. one, but I can yeah. list, yeah. I can yeah. list yeah. them. Yeah. That's fine. Aaron is a sub. Ashley Cole was my selection in left back. Okay? Okay. Time out. We can take this offline. We can take this offline. We can take it offline. We can take it offline. Idris, give us your list. My list is... Your coach, Sammy, your coach. Sorry. Mauricio Sari, right? Yeah, my coach is Jose Mourinho. So please. <laughs> I thought it's sorry, sorry what I, 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 I got from uh from Josh. Please, when you're making your list, can you first give us your starting eleven? Okay. So just yeah, so we know what is starting, yeah. then we know what the bench. Okay. Okay. So my starting eleven, uh, my formation is four two uh, four four two. My coach okay. is Jose Mourinho. Uh, the goalkeeper yeah. is Pilicek. The center back is John Terry and Marcel Desai. The left back okay. is Ashiko. My right back is Ivanovic. My midfield is Makalele, Gianfranco Zola, Frank Lampard, and Nedjin Hazard. In the diamond formation, 4 4 2. My attackers are Didier Drogba and Edio Gudjonsen, playing to support him. My bench. Okay. Your bench. My bench supporting, my bench supporting um, uh, goalie. My uh, sorry, number two goal is uh, Carlo Cudacini, one of the all-time greats at Chelsea. Um, my uh, defenders, uh, Ricardo Cavallo, because he can do the same thing Ivanovic can do: play on the right back, play in the centre mid, same thing as Lee does. Cavallo has done that too. Um, Graham Leso definitely. Um, I want to be biased to Celestine Babayo, but Graham Leso was one that trained John Terry, Marcel Desai, and was a captain of Chelsea on the left back. Um, midfield, Michael Balak and Ngolo Kante. Uh, forward, Jimmy Floyd Hasselbank and Diego Costa. Okay, interesting. 
Akin. Okay. Um, I I love I love the lineup. I love the formation. <laughs> I love you know the coach. My only concern, you know, because it seems like we have the same defenders and all of that. My only concern, honestly, will be benching Costa for Guyonsin. I can understand why you select that because Guyonsin can also play. It was a midfielder stroke striker. So the support, but supporting you know, striker, it was yeah. one of the best supporting strikers we ever had. Yeah, but in terms of productivity, you know, uh, I mean, using him as a striker in terms of productivity, I will pull Costa ahead of him. I'll never bench Costa for Guyonsin in terms of productivity. So that would be my only rebuttal. Okay, good, Joshua. Uh, to be candid, uh, I already did the same rebuttal for Hakim. The Ivanovic okay. stuff. Uh, every other player is is a fair choice to me. I mean, uh, yeah. Okay, that's fine. You know, you always have to have a brother. You don't. Today I'll just quickly say mine. Even though I mean, as an outsider, <laughs> that word. <laughs> Neutral outsider. Obviously, Jose Mourinho. I mean, he's best times. You know, where Chelsea's greatest times period. Fairly that period he was in Chelsea. Uh, my level. So just be sure, because I'm, I'm, I'm an outsider. I don't have power to be using my computing brain. I'm thinking of just, I'm just using 11, and that's all I'm doing. So check, with the check. I'm playing 4-2-3-1. Check. Um, Aspileta on the right. Terry and Cavallos. And Kashiko on the on the left. And my two holding, well, not holding, but one was one six. Makalele, Lampard will be, be kind of close, but we'll play deeper with um, Makalele. So Lampard and Makalele, um, my 10 Ola on the left is Hazard, on the other side is Robin and uh, Didier Drop. I think that team is a, that team they have to beat. <laughs> uh, uh, more than that. Uh, moving on to the next question. And I'll start with this time. I'll start with uh, Idris. Idris, tell me, give me your best game of the season. Uh, for this, it can be Chelsea, can be non-Chelsea. Doesn't matter to me. Like, for back. me, I'll, I'll pick. I'll pick a Chelsea game. Um, maybe because I'm biased. It was uh, the Liverpool versus yeah. uh, Chelsea game. Yeah, I'll have to be biased. Sorry? Oh yeah, I'm allowed to be biased. Yeah, this Liverpool yeah. and Chelsea yeah. game in the FA Cup. Um, a lot of things just clicked in that game. Uh, a lot of. There was just a lot of like. Eye-opening, I would say. Um, I know most of my criticisms in the forum will come across um like it's it's versus Kovacic versus Jorginho it was just there was there was something that had been plaguing us from Sari's time which is usually our defensive transition that kind of carried on into Lampard's time and maybe I kept playing some clips back and I kept hearing things like defensive phase defensive phase and we'll bash Sari and say what what do you mean by defensive phase then Lampard will not criticize a specific player he would just say the whole team has to defend as a unit. Then there was a time I went crazy. I think I bombarded Hakim's phone with pictures and screenshots. And I know Josh doesn't appreciate that. He was just laughing at me like, what are you talking about? Because I was picking up Kovacic and Jorginho. But it was like that, that transition was something that was killing us for the amount of quality football we played. So I would say that was the last game that helped me think about like, it's not like those players were bad players. It was just look at this kid coming in in Billy Gilmore, somehow Barkley becomes the best thing since sliced bread. And we do, just points out, we do have good players. We just have 
probably found the reason why we have issues in our transition against a very tough yeah. opponent. Okay. Good point. Good point. Uh, Idris, what's your best game on season? Sorry, I said Idris. Um, Joshua, me? tell me your okay, best Josh. game of season. Josh? Okay. Josh. I think I'll go with uh, uh, the Man City Wolves game. The Wolves. Okay. Adama Traore. Okay. It's Wolves, uh, right? Which one? Which that one? Which one? Is it the set one Adama Traore scored two goals? Is it that one you're talking about? The one that had a red card okay. in the game. and Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, that was the second one. That was the second one. Now Wolves got back into the game, man. Uh, this this dude, what's his name? Uh, Jimenez uh, scored the second goal, or was it the first goal? I can't remember. Uh, but that was a very very entertaining game. That was a end to end game. Uh, I think City got a red card early in the first half, and yeah. it went up to zero. And uh, second half. Uh, I think it was second half that Adama Traore was brought in and he completely changed the the whole game uh, with his pace, passing, power. Uh, so I think I'll go with that game because it's it's the most exciting, entertaining game of the season for me. They watched. Yeah. Good one. That's a good game. I had a game. 3-2. That was a very good game. Um, Akil, what's your uh, So this is a... This is it was hard for me to pick. Uh, the two games, but I I was able to narrow it down. The first one is uh, Chelsea versus Ajax, the four four game. Um, but ah, okay. um, I I I picked Chelsea versus Everton over it. Uh, not you know uh, the way Chelsea played in that game. You know the type of Chelsea that I want to see is what I saw in that game where the old players and the new players were, you know, the, the combination between the old and the new players was incredible. If you, you know, uh, case in point, um, the way um, uh, this uncle Pedro played in that game, it reminded me of Lampard, you know, exactly the way Lampard used to play was what I saw. And, you know, for the young guys, I'll, I'll use uh, Mason Mount as an example. If you look at that first goal, you know, Mason Mount had no business scoring that goal. But you could, you know, you could see the energy, the, 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 the shared determination of the Chelsea boys in that game. So that will be my favorite game of the season so far. I have a comment. Yeah. Uh, so is it like the best game in EPL or... Is it the best game overall in all competitions? I said overall. It doesn't have to be. It doesn't have overall. Whatever is the best game to you that you have seen? My choice was similar to EPL, though. Mm. If I were to oh, okay. best game overall in all competitions, I'll probably go with uh, Hakim's choice. It, I have seen okay. uh, Chelsea yeah. Yeah. Okay. The Chelsea Ajax game. I still haven't seen, seen that game actually. Funny enough, I think I gave the day I was like stuck with me, the normal meetings. Yeah. I, I that game was the highlight. That game was enough. I'm not seeing highlights. It was like a high blood pressure. It'd be going like this. <laughs> 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 yeah. Uh, I, I still haven't seen that game. Uh, interesting. So now we go to 
football retirement. Like I said, this is like an O'Day to the whole uh, thing that's been going on, last dance, all the football requirement uh, that have been going on this week, which was, a, I guess, a tribute to Michael Jordan and MJ. So, hey, I'll start with uh, Idris now. Tell me your two uh, football that meant so much to you. I guess that's probably the best way to say it. To you, one Chelsea and one non-Chelsea. Yeah, for me, the two I picked... Though a few, but the two I picked was uh, for Chelsea, John Terry. Um, yeah. It was, I think him leaving was kind of like the last, almost like the last guard. It was like, it's done. Like, it's kind of like that spine, that whole representative. Changing of guard. Yeah, changing of guard. It was like, once JT left, that was it. Like, who was the captain? Who was that? Who was that person that normally as Chelsea fans, we always say, was never in doubt. Even if we played 10 men behind the ball, like, never in doubt. Even when Barcelona would come, that we know that they were the most dangerous Barcelona team ever that won everything. As a Chelsea fan, we're like, any which way, something will happen here for us. So him leaving, it was like, ha, that whole squad, that set was gone. Uh, one that was not Chelsea was Sir Alex Ferguson. Just to just take a step yeah. back and just be like, man, what this man did, how they wanted him fired, how long it took him to build this team, what he turned this team to, and that the man freaking won the league with the likes of Jemba Jemba, the likes of uh, Anderson, the likes of Carrick. I mean, I know you hype Carrick, but that guy won the league with those guys. You just you just sit down and you're like, man, <laughs> you know? <laughs> like, like he was a legend. Like the man was, and he, he always changed. He always adapted. Like, when he went head-to-head -head with other coaches during his time, Wenger, when even Mourinho came into the league, like, this man always found a way to be relevant, to compete. To me, he's a genius. He's one of the greatest of all time, in my opinion. Okay. Yeah, I, I think so, too. Uh, greatest manager. That's, those are good ones. Um, coaches. Joshua, tell us your... Say what? I said, I mean, Sir Alex should be the GOAT of coaching. Yeah, he... Yeah, for me, he, I would say... He is, he is, I think, among them. Yeah, for me, I would go with same John Terry, JT, captain, leader, legend. I mean, we all know him. Uh, I had the last sentence. We, we refuse. <laughs> captain, leader, leader, legend, cheater. We, <laughs> we all know him. We all know, we all know uh, that he his life on the line, literally, for the team. Uh, so, like Idris said, yeah. he left. It was like the last batch of leadership. You know, there was no player you could look at in Chelsea and say, okay, this is worthy of that uh, caliber of leadership that JT, Lampard, Drugs, uh, and the other big players provided for the team. So, I would definitely go with JT for that one. For the Chelsea choice, uh, for the outside Chelsea, I would say uh, Zizou. Uh, Zizou would be my choice. Zidane. Uh, so there are some players, you know. The head boss retirement. I was going to say, was it retirement? I know. I was going to ask. Head boss. It was mythical, though. It was myth. It was mythical, though. But yeah, it was. It was interesting to retire like that. It was. It went out like a bad man, for lack of a better word. Yeah, I mean, the way you look at it, 
there are some players that you you feel they'll play forever, right? Yeah. So like when he left, uh, I was like, I mean, I wish this guy could be, you know, for a lot longer. And uh, we all know who Zizou is. We all know his dazzling style of play. Uh, when Zizou played, we all we always said then in those days that Zizou's flukes were like Zizou's mistakes were like real. That he, you know, like sort of like someone planned to do those things, you know. So the way he handled the ball, uh, the way he played, the way he did things, amazing things on the field of play. So I'll go with Zizou as my second choice. Uh, yeah. That's it. Okay. Okay. Uh, yeah. I play a whole time too. So Akin. So for me, um, I think uh, for Chelsea, I there hasn't been any you know retirement that's that's made any big impact. That's had any big impact on me. Cause that JT, I was expecting it and all of that. But I'll say Droba. The only reason I, I say Droba is. Uh, uh, when he first left, you know, like uh, he really left a good impact. I wouldn't say great impact, you know, because uh, after we won the Champions League, him, you know, uh, I think it was the first player that, that went to create like an NBA-like ring for, you know, for the players and everything. So that definitely, you know, and you could tell that it was an emotional win. So uh, I think that was the only time that I felt like, ah, man, you know, a great guy. He was leaving the team. Um, so that's for the Chelsea. I mean, he did come back. So I don't know whether we can uh, classify that as retirement. The non-Chelsea one, I'll say the, you know, uh, this guy from uh, Bayern, the coach, Enkis. Mm, okay. Yeah, when he left, you know, like it was more of, you know, when, you know, as as an artist, you know, during the concerts, you've you've like performed so great, the fans, everybody is still jumping up, they're expecting the last song, and you just drop the mic. That was what that felt like, you know. And of course, you know, the man came back and still won something. So yeah, um, I think that's uh, that that speaks, you know. Uh, yeah, volume to me. Okay. Uh, for me, I'll just say my sister as like you know not. Um, for me, I'll cho- I'll choose a one for my team for sure. Uh, for me, actually, is Eric Cantona, and I say this because because I Manchester in '96, if I remember. You, you and like Twilight Weirdos. You like Agbiros. Oh. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell you what, Eric Cantona spoke so much to me. And because two things, two things. Eric Cantona is because the reason I see Manchester United. And towards the end of his career, I started from 96, he retired in 98. So that's the first thing. And he retired this final season that we eventually won. He had suffered so much with us to try and win Champions League. And the year he retired, we now won the treble. So that's why. But the most important reason why that was very important to me was his keys. Eric Cantona is probably one of the most honest footballers you can ever see anywhere. Like he sees man and he doesn't care. When he was, he said it clearly. He's like, I'm retiring because I lost my passion for football. Like most footballers will ne- never to a stadium where they want so much their their stage because football the stadium was the stage. And he came and said, I'm retiring. Not because you know, some people say some other things like, oh, I want to do some things. Like he said, he has lost football. So I was kind of sad. Somebody that gave me so much joy. 
was leaving football because he lost his passion. I think he went to was going through some depression then. He said lost passion for football and he did that run around and I was like, I was almost in tears watching that guy, like ah, this guy, and that's same way we throughout our journey to winning trouble. I kept thinking about Canton and like so Canton I just miss things. Like football sometimes can be, you know, I feel like football sometimes can be locked. So it was that was bad luck. I stayed one more year, he would have been part of that treble winning season. And that would have crowned everything he done he did for us. Non Chelsea won. I said Chelsea in Chelsea. I think about it. But the non Manchester United won. <laughs> My non Manchester United won is Marco Van Basten. And this was I remember saw the retirement after the year, to be very clear, because obviously he retired like in ninety one, like so he had that, that terrible injury. He never so was he a retirement or a forced retirement. He was and the reason why is again I always go to the moment. I'm not thinking of the moment I remember that is retirement, he said goodbye to the San Siro in Italy. And I was like, probably 13, I was a teenager watching that thing on TV then. And it showed that the whole stadium was filled to capacity. Literally half of the stadium was crying. It was very emotional. And they showed Capello on the way. I remember Capello, man, he's known to be like a, a strict man. That was the first and only time I saw Capello crying. And people were holding Fabio like that. Don Fabio, because that, that time he was, that they used to call it Don Fabio, he was like an emotionless street, you know, and he was crying because Van Basten was obviously, he had a bad ankle injury, he tried to come back, back to the court again. So for me, that was very personal. I was like, man, this guy, I mean, I love Van Basten. As a kid, Van Basten was the first person. I remember being a five, six year old watching Van Basten in Euro, Euro 88, and I was like, as a kid, I asked, like, who is this guy? This guy was scoring goals from like volleys, as he was just. That's the first player I was Marco Van Basten. So that was that was the that's my attachment to him. So for me, that's those are my, so to wrap up um, this interesting part, I'm gonna go around and I'll start with Idris with this. Um, tell me who has been your most disappointing and who has been Chelsea's player of this season? the truncated version. Are you most disappointed? Okay, there was like most disappointing or no no most disappointing player. And your playoff season. You guys will oh, be surprised. Yeah, Most disappointing, you guys will be surprised. I think I know the answer, and this, you guys will be surprised. Go ahead, Idris. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, uh, most, most, I'll start with most impressive player of the season for Chelsea. Um, for me, I'm stuck in between, um, I'm seriously stuck in between Rich James because he's young and how he broke in and how he gave us hope, right? And he's not the best, but I guess, and Tammy Abraham, honestly, I everybody said he was a championship player and they didn't expect him to back 30 goals. He still has a lot to learn. The kid has a lot to learn. Uh, so I'm kind of stuck in between those two, but I'll go with Tammy because Tammy banged a lot of goals and he gave, he gave he's, he's a diehard player. Maybe I'm biased again, the fact that he's a Nigerian boy too. Worse. <laughs> Ha! Ah. It's good sometimes. Worse, worse, worse. <laughs> I'm with it. Honestly, honestly, I know you guys hear me talk about Kovacic and it's not Kovacic. It's Marco Alonso. I am confused. <laughs> no, I said it. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, Alonso, you, you, you threw out... It was Marco Alonso because I've never, I I've never seen a bipolar player like that in my life. Like, the guy... And nothing against mental. I'm a huge, strong proponent of mental wellness awareness. Like, but that guy, man, my goodness. 
do we just admit he's a wing back and he's not a left back and just Absolutely. accept it as Chelsea fans that like this guy is not a left back. We need left back because we talked about Gambler. So we talked about Babayaro, we've talked about Ashliko. This guy is nowhere close to being any of those guys. But uh, then again, I'm torn between him and William. I'm, I'm torn between him and William. I'm torn between him and William, who has been the shittiest player of the season. I'm torn, and I know William's stats don't look like that. But I'll give. Wait, Akim, Akim, I remember this conversation you and I had, Akim. And if I should go with what we discussed that night, Alonso has performed better in stats ratios to Uncle William. So if I want to be fair, William has been the worst player. Him and Pedro, William has been the worst player for me this season. No problem. Joshua. Um, my best player for the season, obviously, is, is an opinion that not only me share, but a, a wide group of Chelsea fans, except some very few people here. <laughs> Josh, send it to your chest. Send it to your chest. <laughs> yeah, so, uh, obviously, Kovacic, I mean, the guy has really, really improved this season. Uh, the way he plays, the way he creates, the way he passes. If you watched last season, you would see that those elements of uh, the game where he has improved this season were not there last season. Uh, like creativity, pushing the ball forward, trying to you know look for uh, spaces and make uh, you know deadly passes. But unfortunately, we don't have uh, capable attackers that can finish those passes. Um, so the guy has really, really improved, and I will, I will tip him to be the best player of the season. Yeah. For my worst player, I will go with Kepa, the keeper. Uh, <laughs> he has been, he has been. That's a good shot. On and uh, and I was really, really glad when Lampard started benching him because he was, I don't know, some people said he had some private issues with family, with his wife or something, but that was affecting him on the field of play, but I don't know, but he was really, really inconsistent. Uh, so he will be my choice for the worst player of the season so far. Okay. Okay. Uh, Akin, let's hear yours. Yes. Uh, so, for the best player of the season, um, you know, just like Idris, I'm torn between Tammy Abraham and Kovacic. Uh, but I'll give it to Kovacic. Uh, though in terms of productivity, when we look at stats, it's Tammy. But when, I mean, in terms of stats, it's Tammy. But in terms of, uh, you know, the work rates, you know, the, you know, the ability to just adjust and adapt, you know, um, and also why improving at the same time is Kovacic. So Kovacic is my top player for the season. Uh, my worst, yeah. you know, I mean, it goes without saying, Uncle Willie Willie, you know, uh, the reason yeah. you're a senior player, this is where you're supposed to, you know, as I just left, you know, the team, you know, I think almost everyone was tipping you to be, you know, to now you're, you know, you're, you're the leader, you know, in terms of running that midfield, in terms of being that utility player to step in. And, you know, it's uh, it's terrible. And even when you go back beyond this season, when you go back and look at his stats, this is a man that scores for Chelsea once every seven games. 
you know, and you are an attacking midfielder. It's 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 exactly. it's nonsense. So for me, the worst player is <laughs> Uncle William. Do you know Uncle William? Do you know actually who even made me believe this is Hakim? Because the other night we had a conversation and we were looking at stats of players, and Hakim brought up a stat that I never even thought about because I was still struggling with how hot and cold certain players were, so-called senior players, hot, cold, hot, cold. Ah, why? And I now realized there was a generation of Chelsea players after the JT had left. I can remember when we talked about the Oscar, William, Hazard, by. There was a time we bought those guys. Josh, I don't know if you remember, when we got those, those crop. They've been the most inconsistent bunch I've ever seen in a team. They will win you the league this season. They will go 10th next season. You're like... Same coach, same what's happening. Next season, they will, they will take you close to almost winning or win something else. Then the next season, it's almost like all or nothing bunch of players. And William is specifically one of those people that has been consistent all through. William starts this season as good as it sounds like he's been playing. He's not much better than Alonso. No, all time. Not even this season. All time. It's in ridiculous. Terms of, if, if we look at goals, you know, if we look at goals and assists, you know, Alonso, that everyone, you know, Alonso that is supposed to be a defender has defender. better, better goal Stats. and assist stats than Uncle Willie. Than William. I mean, God, William. William has always been known. <laughs> William has always been known for his uh, work rate, uh, the way he drops back and helps, and you know, runs for the ball and all that hustling uh, things that he does. He hasn't always been known for his goal-scoring prowess, right? How about assist? Alonso, on the other hand, is, as we all know, would be better suited. We've always been saying this. We're better suited for uh, wing-back position, uh, and he has a good eye for the goal. So, I mean, it's like comparing apples to oranges, right? So, uh, I think William, yeah, William is inconsistent. I agree with you guys, but this season, he hasn't really done that bad to me to merit that worst player status that you guys are. Uh, Josh, you, know. you need to, you need to, um, you it's need to watch. Josh, yeah, Josh, may I, may, I, may I say a reason why I feel maybe, maybe, and it's a feeling thing again. It could be as I like how Josh also said apples and oranges, which I, I kind of agree with him. I think we, considering how we came into the season, nobody wanted that Chelsea job. We had the transfer ban. It was a weird situation to be in. We were looking forward to certain leaders. We just talked about JT and the fact that there was just some leadership we were used to, blue-collar, Agbero-style Chelsea. We didn't care we were going to win. And somehow with William, we started well. Then obviously at some point we discovered maybe we are struggling paying William and Pedro. They sacrificed Pedro. Um, you know, we were not sure where Giroud was. But even sometimes when will carry the ball forward, then it will kill the attack and stop. And you could actually see opportunities die, like immediately. And it's not once, not twice, not it, it does it. And yes, you're right, it might not be technically or statistically the worst player, but the amount of expectation we have for William as leaders, number 10, as creativity, as he just fell flat. I mean, him asking for the ball to ask for three years. After this performance, I mean, guys, you have to chug him to last. <laughs> Sorry. Let me, let me jump 
I, I, I'm running out of time, so I'll just jump in quickly and just say, yeah, I mean, I understand. It's all, it's all, all opinion, right? It's all opinion based. Uh, I, my own, I'm just looking at, from outside looking in quickly. I think, maybe I'm a bit slightly biased. It was a choice, I think, best player for Chelsea I've seen as a neutral looking. It's been between, in my opinion, Tammy Abraham and Mason Mount. I, I, a lot. I think he has done very well. But a young player coming in, you know, his performance was consistent beginning of then he picked up and dropped up. But consistently he has been hard working. He has been trying to find passes, he has been bold shooting. So I, I'm really impressed by Miss Mount. And I think yeah, you guys have I don't want to criticize any more players because I think you guys have, yeah, we have chosen as already called already. So there's no need to criticize anymore. So I think we can wrap it up here. And can take some of the conversations offline. Uh, so yeah. You made us go and do our top 18. You didn't even ask us. Wasted effort. No, you asked us for top 11 now. No, you mentioned top 18, though. You did. Everybody mentioned bench, though. Okay, okay. That's top yeah, yeah, yeah. Bench. Yeah, the bench. Na, na, na night school, yeah, I think. Bench. No worry. Na night school, Ingo, we know. <laughs> Everybody mentioned bench. So that's top 18. <laughs> the bench is top I see. This I was see. fun, guys. I think you know, like I, like I said, when I did Liverpool pod last week, to do at the end of the series, I'll do the most entertaining. So far, I'll say you guys are kind of, you know, you guys. Oh, Liverpool was, was very slightly serious, serious-minded guys. This one, this one, it was funny. It's been, you know, but this one is, has been so much fun. I enjoyed doing this. Thanks, thanks for coming on, guys. All our social media platform addresses will be at the end of the pod. Follow us, engage with us, leave us comments. Thank <laughs> you.